0: Welcome to Mulready Minutes with Oklahoma Insurance Commissioner Glenn Mulready. This is a podcast about insurance for insurance folks, risk managers, and business leaders. We'll dive deep and look at what is
1: and isn't working, talk to leaders in the industry, and keep you informed on what's happening in Oklahoma and around the country. Welcome to another Mulready Minute podcast. We're glad you're joining us. Um, We have uh, with us today a guest who um, I owe an apology to. We we had our very first attempt. Uh, we had some um, technical difficulties uh, on our side, not on his side. And so, you know, in today's day and age and all that's going on, that's not all that unusual, but still very frustrating. So thank you for coming my in pleasure. person. So I feel like we need one of those collaborative Yeah, right. take, yeah take, take two. two right? Right? Sal gentilli is the CEO of Friday Health Plans, and Friday Health Plans is a new entrant into the Oklahoma marketplace uh, offering individual health insurance plans. And so we have a number of plans being offered. Uh, we're not going to uh, parade through every CEO of each company. I just thought it would be interesting to hear from someone who is a new entrant and kind of how that came about and where they're going and that sort of thing. So let me quickly just uh, introduce you to Sal. Uh, He founded Friday Health Plans to transform the health insurance market. With more than 30 years of experience in high-growth, innovative companies, Sal brings a deep experience in operational leadership, market strategy, and business development. Sal's a graduate of Pace University, where he majored in math and computer science. And before going live here, we were just talking about math and and my own son, and his daughter, who are sort of in a a math field. So, Sal, good to have you with us. Thanks for joining us. You bet, thanks for having me. Okay, so uh, when I was elected, we had two health insurance plans here in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And actually, a couple of years prior to that, we had only one, and thank oh, God we had one that sure. hung with us where many counties across the country that had, had no options in that marketplace. That's right. Uh, we now, so we go from two, when I was elected two and a half years ago, to next year, we will have eight options out there. Mm-hmm. Um, help me understand just What's the dynamic? What do you think has changed that that has allowed those new entrants into the marketplace or encouraged them to come out here to Oklahoma?
0: Yeah, I I think a a couple of important factors. The first one, probably the most important to underwriters and actuaries is the market's just stabilized. And and so you know that which was an uncertain market, which you know risk takers don't like, is uh, in the insurance industry, is the uncertainty became more certain. We we could predict the market on a year over year basis, and so I think that was uh, a, a primary one that is more generic. I think more specifically you had a lot of headwinds specifically around the ACA. After it passed, it was challenged in the courts. You had a, um, um, uh, an administration that came in that was trying to have it overturned. And so, you know, a lot of headwind that, you know, said to people, maybe we'll just sit on the sidelines mm-hmm. and wait to see what happens. And then I think once that threat passed, it became, okay, stable markets, no headwinds from an administration or a court trying to turn over the law it just made it an inviting sort of
1: marketplace. Yeah, yeah, I could hear you say that, because I've, when I've been asked that, mm-hmm. that really has been my answer too, is just the stabilization factor, yeah. that it just has stabilized when mm-hmm. it first opened up. A um, lot of unknowns, actuarially and otherwise, mm-hmm. what's what's that um, demographic going to look like? Who, who is gonna come into that plan and those subsidized plans? Um, so, and, and then I think to the other different factors that you just mentioned. So uh, in the insurance industry, no business likes like, likes risk and yeah. the unknown, right? That's but right. even more so in the insurance world. Yeah. So tell us then a little bit about, about Friday Health Plans and uh, yourself and the launch of Friday Health Plans and who they are.
0: Sure, well, and you know, and thanks for that, that uh, introduction. You know, my background would not have normally led you to say, hey, let's start a health insurance company. But when you think about, you know, the ACA and, you know, the fact that, you know, under the law today, you have to spend 80 cents of every premium dollar mm-hmm. on healthcare, which I think is a, is a really solid solid plan it really allowed for those who could be more efficient at operating a health plan to, um, you know, drive out unnecessary cost in the system and deliver value to members in the market. And that's what we strive to do at, at Friday. You know, our, our model is fairly simple. Um, we don't have lots of options. They're, f- you know, fairly straightforward. And our goal was to provide value in the marketplace. And, and you know, so we saw the market as needing more choices, and um, and so we wanted to. To enter, you know, the market to provide more choice to consumers, and our differentiated product is that we offer unlimited primary care, unlimited mental health. We really believe in primary care bending the 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 cost trend in healthcare. The more people use primary care, the more they stay out of the hospital mm-hmm. and you know avoid ER visits that are costly to members and, and insurers. And so that was our, our you know our driving factor. And then our background being, you know, technology geeks that could be administratively efficient, we could drive that cost out and the combination would drive down premiums. And so what you'll see in all the markets we serve, you know, we're amongst the low cost, if not the low cost provider of insurance, because we can drive all of those unnecessary costs out. Um, and that's really what uh, uh, Friday is all about.
1: Yeah, driving those efficiencies. So you mentioned primary care and really, mm-hmm. really trying to drive primary care outside of um, lower co-payments or unlimited uh, mm-hmm. visits. What other things are there? Other things you guys are doing to try to drive the primary care visits and uh, encourage that?
0: We are. So a few things. One, we're making it easier to access. Like we believe so so much in the. the power of primary care, that we were one of the early adopters of telemedicine. And so we allowed our members to utilize telehealth long before it was mandated in any of the before markets. Before it was cool. Before it was cool, <laughs> exactly right. And, um, and then we, the other thing we do is we work with our, our PBM, our pharmacy benefit manager, and we have created a formulary where we now have over 5,000 uh, preferred generics that are zero cost. So for us, a typical engagement with a member, right? They can go to a primary care doc, get a, a prescription, have it filled. As long as they take one of those generics, they can have a zero dollar out of pocket. So it makes the the, the uh, co-pays and deductibles irrelevant for them, and that is 80 percent of the market, right? They they're not chronically ill. They're 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 not on a on a, a drug or seeing a specialist every day. They're relatively healthy. But they have a, you know, a sniffle or whatever, and so they go to the doctor. And so that's, you know, kind of, you know, one of the things that we do. I think the other thing that we do is, you know, we work with network partners and we we are transparent. We show them what the cost is in the underwriting and say, hey, look, if you want to attract ACA members into your hospital, this is the price point. And it gives us the opportunity to negotiate transparently with the hospital system, you know, what those price points need to be. And we found very willing participants in many markets to help us meet the price point that we think will attract more uh, people into the ACA
1: okay I, I want to circle back to that network point uh, in, in a minute but a little side note just just this morning funny timing mm. dark 30 this morning on my way to the gym I was behind a, a bus a city bus and with an ad on the back said zero generics uh, Friday right. health plans that awesome. just was kind of ironic well, that's good that I the be, marketing's working yeah you doing go. sell here in a couple hours so um you mentioned your use of tech to um, drive efficiency mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing. When I've been out speaking publicly, I, I, I talk a lot about the evolution of the marketplace, mm-hmm. individual health plans, and how uh, we've now got tech companies moving into the insurance space. But okay. you also have insurance companies that are using technology. I, I think I would. you guys are probably falling somewhere in between there mm-hmm. and, and that use of technology. And any comments on the... Um, evolution of that, and, and when I say it, you know, everyone knows Blue Cross Blue Shield and, sure. you know, and healthcare, but you know, we've now got entrance in our marketplace of named Oscar and Friday and exactly. Bright and <laughs> that yeah, imagine people that. don't don't yeah. uh, know on the tip of their tongue. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You, you know, I think what, what what's happened in the transition in this industry, right, is in order to uh, reduce cost at the employer level, we created this thing called a high deductible plan. We'd created co pays and co insurance. And so we asked consumers, whether they were, you know, in a group plan or as individuals now buying health insurance to bear some of the cost burden mm-hmm. in order to make it affordable. And yet we gave them no real tools to navigate the healthcare system, right? And so that was the gap in the early 2000s. And, you know, what we aimed all to do with technology was help close that gap, help people navigate the healthcare system, whether it's more easily find a doctor in the network, more, you know, more easily get um, information about the prescription drug plans or the benefits um, or what have you. And so, you know, when we think about technology we on the back end side processing claims and customer service we try and make it more efficient to take cost out because that's cost I don't then have to underwrite and pass along in premium the other thing we do with technology is change the experience for the member make that experience as as uh, you know sort of hassle-free as possible Mm -hmm. so that they can get the care they need without worrying about, is it going to be covered? Am I in network? Is the you know drug going to be paid for? And that thing. So so that's where we aim our um, investment dollars in technology.
1: Okay. And so it's it sounds like, I, I don't believe you're marketing it that way, but you guys have sort of created a hybrid sort of approach from an HMO and a PPO. Would that be accurate? I mean, from it, it, it some is. of the best of an HMO, but without some of the... Uh, what do I say? Hurdles, maybe? Or that's right. That be
0: as you know, we're, we're officially licensed as an HMO, but we're an open model HSO. Right. So it's, it's a self-referral even to a specialist, so you don't need a, a primary care doc that's you know named. You don't have to have that. And, and if you need a specialist, you can go to a specialist as long as you stay in network you know, you're covered. Uh, so that's exactly how I would describe it. And, okay. um, you know, and even our clinical investments around helping our members stay healthier or, or get the right care at the right time um, is, is done using technology to make sure that we're, we're getting people
1: where they need to be and when they need to be. So you've mentioned uh, multiple times networks. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about your experience in, I mean, you were coming in cold in the state mm-hmm. of Oklahoma, uh, building that network. You mentioned you've been able to secure some good partners in there. Tell us kind of what that experience was like, and then what, what is the network made up of here in Oklahoma?
0: Yeah. Um, I'm. In Tulsa, I know, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know the name of them. I know it's the Saints and the Aints, and we have the Aints. <laughs> um, but I would That's have my to, line. I would have to get back to you on uh, on, on it, yeah, who yeah, the Hillcrest. partners are. Hillcrest. It's Hillcrest. Is yeah, the yeah, okay. System, yeah. yeah. And, um, y- y- you know, in general, when it when it comes to network, for us, it's like every player, we have to meet federal – Uh, adequacy right we have to have enough hospitals and enough doctors in each discipline to satisfy the federal government and of course you know your offices uh, around that and so our goal you know two years out from when we enter a market is can we meet the price point and will we have willing network participants because that's really the product at the end of the day and um, you know, we found in both Tulsa and, and, and Oklahoma City that it was um, it was open to new entrants, um, and and we had a lot of bidders for our product, and we were able to find partners uh, that uh, enabled us to enter the market.
1: Good. So I know you're you're um, based in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, uh, but I know it's not in, in Denver. I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly. It's a small, but but let's talk about where you're from and your staffing and employee base and uh, and and maybe future plans of Friday Health Plans.
0: You bet. You know it was interesting. We we intended to launch the the product um, uh, greenfield uh, from start, and yet um, in the state of Colorado, in rural Colorado, in a little city called Alamosa. Uh, which is South Central um, Colorado, we found a health plan that was in some financial distress, but otherwise had outstanding people operating the health plan. And so we worked with the commissioner um, uh, in Colorado at that time to take over that health plan. So instead of launching Greenfield, we launched by acquiring a health plan. And that's how we got to Alamosa. I'm from Denver now, and as is my business partner, so our corporate headquarters are Denver. But our, the vast majority of our operation is in Alamosa still, um, which is
1: Southern Colorado. I yeah, think. yeah,
0: about forty miles from the New Mexico border yeah. in South Central Colorado, it's called the San Luis Valley, uh, and we have uh, just about three hundred people there now doing customer service and claim processing and medical management, and it's a wonderful place. College town, Adams State University's there. You know, okay, yeah, just a wonderful place.
1: I need to visit when I'm in Colorado. Right Absolutely,
0: next. you get to see the sand dunes, the great sand dunes of Colorado. Okay. They're, they're rather
1: amazing. Um, now, one other caveat in the individual marketplace, and especially uh, timely at this this stage, is Medicaid expansion because mm-hmm. that that's that's new for the Oklahoma market sure. marketplace small M, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but as well the impact on the, the marketplace capital M. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Talk to me, if you would, about that, as you guys considered that, and, you know, Medicaid expansion was on the ballot, it now is is in place, yeah. and uh, is rolling out uh, this year. Yeah. Talk about that for a minute. If sure. Go.
0: Well, for one, I think it's great for, uh, you know, Oklahomans in general, gives them another option. Uh, um, our experience has been, in, in prior years, you would expect two outcomes. One... Um, The Medicaid members tend to be just a little sicker, so you probably get a slight benefit on the the medical cost side of the ACA now. That population will get slightly healthier, which will help on the cost side going forward. It'll bend the cost trend a little bit, um, but it will also shrink the size of the market. Those would be general rules uh, of Medicaid expansion that we've seen in other markets. Um, But uh, an interesting thing sort of playing out uh, right now, there's so much tailwind for the ACA marketplace you know, we saw a fair amount of growth in 2021 because of the uh, extra stimulus um, on on mm-hmm. subsidies. Uh, we saw about a 50% growth in our plan from January through, through August with wow. the uh, extended open enrollment period. And I would expect something similar happened, you know, in Oklahoma. Um, And then just the number of people who left corporate America and have gone to the gig economy has changed the landscape of health insurance. So our bet is that while you might have a slight decrease in your total ACA population, it won't be as big as it might have been if this happened pre-COVID. And that, because it's now sort of occurring post-COVID, there'll be a shift in the marketplace. But my my guess is the the growth will, uh, from all those other factors, will offset some of the yeah. erosion into Medicaid, and That's a really we'll see. Good point. Uh, we'll see how it works out. But that that would be our bet as we we think about the the ultimate outcome.
1: Okay, so as we're as we're wrapping up here, mm-hmm. um, you are currently uh, entering into eight counties, mm-hmm. uh, and thank you for that. You uh, a lot more offerings, I. I, when I was campaigning for this office, I talked about choices for Oklahomans. Uh, I'm a free market, competition's good kind of guy, you know, uh, competition increases efficiency, drives innovation, drives down costs, that sort of thing, so uh, thank you for that. But. Tell me about future plans in Oklahoma or elsewhere, both as far as growth, uh, you know, geographical growth or growth Mm -hmm. of product lines, or what's what's Friday Health Plans plans? Yeah,
0: you bet. And, uh, you know, it's growth in in all areas. You know, our mission and vision statements have choice as their primary component. We want consumers to have choices in, in America. And, you know, our goal is to meet them all with Friday Health Plans as a choice. So, geographically, we're currently in seven states, including Oklahoma and are adding five more for the 2023 plan year. And our goal is to get nationwide. It'll just take us some time to get there. Intra-Oklahoma, uh, we are in the eight counties but intend to expand. We're working with our network team and our, our broker uh, sales team here to figure out exactly which counties would be the most right ones to go to next. And we'll continue to expand. Our our, our goal in every state is to ultimately get statewide. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the only gating factor is building the network. we got to get the network partners aligned. Um, As it relates to new product development, you know, I would say our, our first pivot from the ACA individual and small group market is likely Medicare Advantage, because our consumers will age into Medicare. About 25% of our consumers today uh, that use Friday health plans are over age 55. So as they age into Medicare and are comfortable with Friday health plans, products and services, we wanna be able to maintain that relationship. So we think we're probably three or four years away from that, but as our members start to age in, we will uh, likely pivot towards offering Medicare Advantage plans. That would be the next logical yeah. step for okay. us.
1: Yeah. So others are aging into that market. You and I are not. No, right? no. So for us, we're
0: locked in at our, our current you know, young age. That's <laughs> exactly right. I, wish. <laughs> I wish.
1: Um, Okay. Well, I, I did forget to mention, and, and you just mentioned the eight uh, states, but Colorado, Georgia, Nevada, New Mexico, North Carolina, Texas, and the great state of Oklahoma, your current states. So expanding into five more, did you say? Five more.
0: Year? Missouri, uh, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Florida. Nice. So we're, we're keeping it busy at, uh, at Friday Health
1: Plans. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. I think that, that wraps up our time. Um, Sal Gentili. we want to just thank you for joining us, uh, giving us some insight in what it's like to enter a new market as well as insight into Friday Health Plans on who is Friday Health Plans and where they're going. So we really appreciate you joining us this morning. You bet. It was great to be here. So that wraps up our uh, latest Mulready Minute podcast. Uh, we thank you for joining us, and we'll look for you next time.
0: If you found this episode informative, please subscribe and share with your colleagues. Visit oid.ok.gov slash podcast. Let us know what topics you would like to
1: hear about on this podcast. Until next time, take care from the Oklahoma Insurance Department.